Welcome back to Mike and Maurice's Mind Escape. Let us help you escape your mind. Folks, welcome back to Mike and Maurice's Mind Escape. We have episode number 172 tonight. Uh, this is actually the three-year anniversary of doing Mind Escape. So I thought we'd talk a little bit about the past three years and look back at some of our guests and episodes and see how far we've grown and how dumb we also used to look. <laughs> it's been quite the journey, my friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been fun. Oh, yeah. I can't believe it's been three years, actually. I mean, it doesn't really seem that long. I mean, yeah, it seems like we've been doing it for a little bit, but it definitely doesn't seem like three years. It seems very fast because now we're here and it's like, wow, where did the three years go? But then if you look back and think about all the stuff that you've done, you got married and right. all the changes that have happened in our lives, you're like, oh, I guess that was three years. But yeah, if you just think about it as, oh, now we're here, it's like it was a blink of an eye. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, like I said, a lot's changed. So before we get into all this stuff, we're going to do our normal plug and go and uh, head on over to indrusweb.org and sign up to get an alert when the app goes live. I'm going to try and make this thing go live for the first or maybe one of the first days of the year. That's what my aim is here. So amazing. look for that when that's live. We got to start spreading the word and get get as many people on there as possible. So I, I think that uh, we just got to, I got to get this thing live at this point. So that's the goal here for the new year. And uh, yeah, again, go to indrasweb.org, sign up to get an alert and you will get an email when it goes live. And then head on over to Patreon at patreon.com slash mindescapepodcast. Um, now we have all the tiers set up correlating with the discord roles. Um, if you don't know what Discord is, it's a messaging app. So if you want to chat with us, uh, we've done one fan chat episode where we talk with some of the fans and, uh, that was actually pretty fun. So we're going to do a lot more of those going forward. And so the way we broke these tiers down before we get going here, uh, for $2 a month stays the same. Uh, you're a mind escapee and you get exclusive guest episodes and segments. We've got one up there, a, a new one with Ben Holt, where I do, a live breathing exercise and almost pass out, but I man, did it too, man. This but man, did I feel great after I felt, I felt high as the sky. So yeah. check that out. It's an alkaline breathing exercise on there. So yeah, we've got stuff with Ben Holt, Sean Cahill, recent one with Randall Carlson, Laird Scranton, Dr. Gregory Little, you name it. It's on there. If we've had a cool guest, we've probably done a Patreon with it too. So uh, and where things start to get interesting now, this is a new initiative we're going to be doing on our podcast. It's called Secret uh, Episodes. Or you know, if you're for ten dollars, you become a secret escapee. We're going to do some cool stuff. We're going to do some experiments. We're going to be doing some outside the box stuff. Maybe some comedy episodes at some point. Since Maurice and I are musicians, and you probably have never heard any of our stuff unless you're listening on the audio stuff. In that case, you've heard me. Uh, I created the intro song. Uh, but we're going to probably maybe do some jamming at some point too, like a live jam session. So that might be Mm kind of cool. Uh, what else? Oh, I'm going to be recording the first or will be recording the first, uh, secret episode in the next few days here. And then I'll put that up 
uh, for all of our secret escapees. $25 will get you into the secret escapee lounge. You'll become a lounger and you'll get early access to those secret episodes. Um, and then for $35, you become a Mora site or a Mori <laughs> or a Mori site, uh, which means you will receive a piece of Maurice's art every month on top of all the other benefits of being a Patreon member. Uh, $50, you become a top escapee and you receive top escapee immortality. And yeah, you know, you're just an amazing person that likes to support the show. So, well, if you're for fifty, you get access to all the stuff. So, uh, all the t- if you every tier you go up, you get access to the tier before. So, beautiful. Um, yeah. So I'm excited about the secret episode. We're gonna call them secret sodes. So, Michael likes to create his names. Mm-hmm. And they're I I think that's a good name for it. I'm just gonna be honest. When I said it, I'm like that sounds awesome. So, well, I won't argue with that. All right. What's going on, my man? Happy three-year anniversary. Same right back at you, cheers. my friend. Yeah, cheers. You know, we, we don't drink booze, but we do drink coffee. I'm and, drinking uh, coffee right now. <sighs> Maybe you're taking a little sample of some live resin as well. I don't know. <laughs> um, so, I want to, yeah, I want to look back at kind of what we've done so far. Is there anything, before we get going... Uh, you know, I'm going to go through like the timeline and history and give all the shout outs, but I told you to come up with your top episodes. Do you have a list? Yeah. And actually one of my top episodes would fit perfectly right here. It's the first episode we ever did on consciousness, right? Yeah. It's funny. I was listening back to it and we pop in and you're like, this is a three M production. <laughs> you know, what's funny is I've yeah. listened to that episode probably more than anything because when I go on, uh, when I when I fly, I don't have anything to listen to or watch. But for some reason, I have our first two episodes like in my in my uh, iTunes. So I listen to the first two, and uh, yeah, I, I that's probably the episode I've listened to the most. So it has a special place in my heart because of that, but also because it's the launch of the Mike and Maurice, aka now the Mind Escape Show. Yeah. Yeah, when we started too, I mean, I we knew we wanted to do stuff with like weird mysteries, ancient mysteries, UFOs, metaphysical stuff, but we really didn't have a direction. We were just chatting with ourselves and having some of our close friends on and stuff. So it's kind of interesting how things have evolved from there. Well, we have a lot of cool friends and a lot of friends that are into some of the esoteric stuff, along with you know different religion and comedy and all we we were throwing a lot of stuff at the fan and we didn't know what was gonna mm-hmm. blow back into us but uh i think our show has taken on a natural progression towards the good for sure yeah no i mean i really like the direction we're headed in now i think we've got <clears throat> when you look at the core topics that we focus on you know all of it's based around metaphysics and metaphysical stuff but uh, you know the ancient civilizations and ancient mystery stuff all the psychedelic research and ancient psychedelic stuff. And then, you know, a lot of the, again, esoteric stuff and just anything having to do with the mind and consciousness pretty much. So I think that we have kind of a core, you know, grouping of what with a, you know, little sprinkle. I know a lot of people like, uh, the fish and grateful dead references too. So it's kind of cool that we've got people sending me emails saying they appreciate that. So. Yeah, and it's kind of interesting, too, because we started off, we had no clue of the direction. We just knew the, the topics that we wanted to discuss. We were kind of fans of Joe Rogan, and we liked, you know, a quarter of the things he was doing, the, like like 
you know the alien stuff or anything esoteric with then when the, you yeah, know like john anthony the, west yeah, and, yeah. You know, robert shock like all the you know ancient mystery types people that he had on and or the earlier episodes he did a lot of that kind of stuff it seems like he's kind of veered away from the, i mean other than the alien stuff recently he's kind of veered away from it yeah but we, so we were to kind of taking that model but then just doing all the episodes that we actually wanted to focus on because I'm not really into MMA or any of that stuff. So right. I, I never listen to those podcasts. I don't yeah. know if you do, but that's, that's what uh, There's a few of them that I'll listen to. Yeah, I mean, I, I, to be honest, I just enjoy the show. But, um, yeah, there's definitely ones that I don't listen to for sure. But, I mean, it is what it is. But I was going to say, as we were, we started the show, we had no idea what was going to happen. We kind of had some of our friends on. We had some of our friends that were a little more knowledgeable about certain topics and things like that. But then you got connected with a, a publishing company. Uh, well, the, so shout out to Inner Traditions. Yeah, I mean, I just, I what I did was, I think our first author was actually Aaron Voot. So Spirit in the Sky, you know, talking about ancient DMT use and stuff like that. So... Um, but in terms of what we are now, I think it's completely evolved from, you know, again, the early episodes weren't about anything like that. And then we got into kind of the author game and Aaron Vu put us in contact with Dick Kahn and we start, you know, DMT and my occult mind. And then from there kind of snowballed and then, yeah, started a relationship with inner traditions and they started sending us a bunch of guests and people. So, and that was the beginning of the next phase in our uh, evolution absolutely so why don't you talk about your top shows here so we're starting with uh like i said the first episode that was you know that's a good place to start because that's where it all started and i don't even think we had video during that one i think it was all audio right mm. uh the first three were audio i want to see yeah the first three were audio and we recorded them uh this around this time three years ago i remember i came into town into detroit for christmas vacation yeah the holidays and yeah we ended up i think the day or two after christmas we started you know doing all that stuff so so i have that episode and then i'm sure you're going to get into some of these other ones but there was a i really enjoyed the ones with lee adams right off the crack Mm -hmm. he was a guy that uh he was into hiking and things like that, so we had that kind of connection. But then also he just became probably one of the first early friends of the show that we didn't know as a friend already. Right. So someone that we met through the show, he became a, a real good friend of ours. We've had him on multiple times. And, uh, yeah, that his episodes, I really I, I remember that. You know, it's, it's we've done 172 of these bad boys, and when I was going back through the list, some of these episodes I totally forgot about, and I was like, "Oh man, that one was amazing!" But so I really like that Lee Adams one. What a relationship we've created with him, um, Doctor Penny. Yeah, Doctor Penny Sartori. She was a great episode, uh, just because we're really into the near-death experience and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then to piggyback off that one, the Doctor Reb Alexander and his wife, I think, or was that his colleague? Uh, Dr. Eben Alexander, yeah, I don't, in his co-author of the book that they, I forget the second, but he was the author of the book, um, uh, Proof of Heaven, that was the book. But yeah, I don't know what 
uh, her, they wrote a book, something you can probably look it up, but they wrote a book together. I forget the name of it. That was, yeah, that was a good episode. That, in the Dr. Penny one and then the, the Eben Alexander one, those, the, those are a couple of the episodes I think that our show started to take on more of a serious tone. Um, and then of course you gotta, you can't forget about Tom Lane. Tom Lane was, mm-hmm. uh, was a great, was a great episode and just his knowledge of the sacred mushrooms. Again, we come from, you know, going to concerts and, and magic mushrooms and this and that. And a lot of kids in their minds, the magic mushrooms are more of like a party drug. Again, like you're listening to Eminem and he's going to parties and taking these things. And we didn't really, at least I didn't realize the severity of what these substances were, what they were used for and the medical, the medicinal properties that were within them. So having a guy on like Tom Lane really shows you how serious this stuff is, but at the same time, you can use it as a therapeutical release, and there's definitely some good value to uh, to taking these things in a in a setting with an intention and and going down that road. Uh, absolutely, and uh, I think you're right. I mean, Tom Lane was actually the first one. Uh, I see natural born alchemists is in here too. He was actually one of the first ones we had on too, talking about plant medicine and sacred, you know, plants and the ancient use and uh, indigenous use and things like that. So I think that once you start to learn about the indigenous use of these psychoactive compounds and also uh, the positive effect that they have in those communities, um, I think that that's, yeah, like when our kind of paradigm started to shift, because we used to just, like you mentioned, uh, when we were younger, we would just take um, these psychoactive compounds and not really think twice about it. It wasn't really attached to any sort of like mystical or therapeutic, um, you know, it wasn't used in that context. So to have right. that context, I think is is huge. So Well, I just, I never realized how far the mushroom went and uh, to learn about those rituals and to, you know, Quetzalcoatl and all that stuff, that really percolated my mind. It took me to a new thought about what these things could do and then i also it, it propelled me into wanting to learn more and more about those substances shout out to home mycology uh just popped in here yo 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 so okay so you've got um uh you said the first lee adams one you said uh the tom lane one the dr eben alexander and dr penny sartori near death yeah, I really into the I really am into the near death stuff because I think uh, it can. First of all, you have doctors who may or may not be spiritual, but the fact that we have you know some real doctors getting into this kind of fringe stuff shows you that even the even the top minds, even the top scientists, they really don't know what happens after you you pass on. Well, so, nobody does. I mean, look, right. there's hints. I mean, you can look at people that have that go into car like. A lot of near-death, traditional near-death experiences where people see deceased family members and uh, the light and the tunnel, a lot of that's actually associated with cardiac arrest. And uh, they did a study, the U of M study, on the mice with the DMT where they induced cardiac arrest at U of M on these these mice last year. Uh And they found that DMT is produced in the brain, so uh, and not just in the pineal gland. So what does that mean? You know, does that mean that maybe DMT is associated with some sort of chemical process that happens when we die. But that doesn't, to me, that still doesn't rule out any sort of metaphysical thing happening either. I mean, our energy 
does something, it goes somewhere, you know. Right, right. Even if it just goes back to the universe. But that, those are the reasons that I connected with those, those episodes. Um, and then we had Tom Lane, and then we had uh, Doctory uh, or Doctory. Doctory. <laughs> Doctor Doctor Little. Yeah, Doctor Gregory Little for sure. And he was probably the first guy that we had on who actually has provided content for History Channel and things like that. And I just remember you you do some back back info and read and read the books i really did i kind of go in some of these episodes uh a little uh yeah i'm getting yours out of the way because i've got all the shit here so okay okay just give us give it so that was the last one was that your la- uh, the top five? Oh no i got some stuff again these aren't necessarily the top five but again <clears> i <throat> i go into these some of these episodes a little naive and not really knowing how how uh pronounced these people are so when we had dr gregory little on and he was telling us about all the stuff that he provided for the history channel and things like that i'm a i'm an up-and-coming filmmaker and i I, i'm down for the content and just to learn that this guy was uh he took it to a whole new level Mm. and his he he's a vast array of uh information so dr little again you know this is more than five but and then um Andrew Gallimore was another one that just mm-hmm. these 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 are like notches in our that just kept pushing us top. Yeah, what is know, that? Is that higher, episode seventy two maybe the alien information theory with Doctor Andrew Gallimore, I believe. Yeah, and it, you could just you could send something special surrounding that episode. I knew you, you. We were talking about it for a couple of weeks before he came on, and we knew he was doing all kinds of, of breakthrough uh, work with DMT and things like that. So. That was a big one. Uh, and then, you know, I got to just put this guy out there because he, he knows some stuff, but but I just feel like he's just like me and you is, is Sean Cahill. I, mm-hmm. We always have a blast with him, mm-hmm. and he's been on a couple of times, but we just joke, and if you guys uh, become a Patreon or a Patreon. A pa- uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do it. Uh, if you become a patron, he has some great... Um, bonus episodes on there yeah the most recent one i think he even pulled up a picture of a ufo and we think he hint, put it, hint. yeah put it on the screen um but i always just like talking to him even before or after the episodes because we kind of uh we're kind of all this me you and him kind of have the same uh humor and we just get each other and we can goof around and just be ourselves absolutely um so I mean, we can jump back to that, and we're going to get to some of those people that you just mentioned again. But I wanted to start off with, like, again, the episodes pre, I call it pre, let's call it pre-authors. So, like, right. how many did we do? Like, 30 or 40 episodes before we started having authors and more well-known people. Not that, again, we love the episodes that we did with our friends and family and, you know, all those people. But, uh, but yeah, so I wanted to give a shout-out to Chris Emerson, who was one of our first guests, and he was, like, on five or six episodes before we had anybody else. Uh, and he's also, he does the music on some of the Maurice's adventures videos that you listen to. I know a couple people have commented. They like the music and the vibe. So yeah, yeah. Uh, if you want to know who that is, you can go watch a few of our first episodes and he is the guest, Chris Emerson. And then we had his brother, Danny Emerson on, um, who's your good pal and my good pal. And well, he's uh, my roommate. He's your roommate. And, uh, good guy we haven't had him on for a while but uh i believe he may have sampled something on that episode you can go back and watch it and 
Uh, we also had Sarah Emerson on, who's Chris's I know, wife. I saw that As one. We've had all the Emersons on, but yeah. uh, Sarah Emerson, we talked about fish and her experience at fish shows. Uh, we did one with Rick Emerson early on, who is their Chris and uh, Danny's father, and we were talking about uh, uh, Steiner. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, if you're interested in Steiner's philosophy and all that kind of stuff, that's a decent episode. Number 20. Yeah, um, and Mac, our buddy Mac, who uh, he's got a nice studio and he's a producer and stuff. He was on. I think we talked about weird. He had a weird ghost experience and something, some other sort of paranormal thing that we discussed with him when we had him on. We also talked a little bit about the Detroit music scene. Yeah. Uh, big shout out to John Hogan, who's my godfather, and early on he was a big you know, spiritual advisor to me when I was going through a couple of rough patches. So shout out to him. Um, we're going to have him back on to figure something out. Maybe he'll you know, be wearing a King, wear a King Tut mask. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Uh, oh yeah. So yeah. Uh, Andrew Tischler, maybe we'll get him back on again soon. We haven't had him on in a while. Oh, that's, that's one name I forgot. He was <laughs> yeah, we, right off the go. We, we've done a couple of good episodes with him. We did one on philosophy and like uh, Plato, Socrates and, and Kant. And also I think we did one with them with uh, like on the Dunning-Kruger effect. That was a pretty yep. good episode. That was a great episode. Um, I'm trying to think what else we did maybe another one with him. We've talked about like UFO. Oh, Tom Campbell. That's what we, we had him on. We talked about Tom Campbell and like mm-hmm. my big toe, which is like theory of everything and simulation theory and that kind of stuff. I got to go back and watch this. And I recommend the uh, people that have just got into us, go back and watch some of these middle groupings. Cause there's a lot of knowledge on there. And again, like I know you have great memory, but if I read a book, I gotta kind of read it a couple times to to suck out the the information. I think you, I think most people, you only retain like twenty percent of what you read the first yeah. time. I mean, I retain it all, but yeah, I'm a weirdo. <laughs> Michael can put his hand on the it's book. It's a curse. Yeah, what is it? It's like Edgar Casey <laughs> falls asleep on the book and wakes up and knows the whole thing. Can you teach me Spanish? Um. I'm trying to think. I mean, I did take uh, AP Spanish in high school. I probably oh, could teach wow, you some I'm conjugations. On... At least I do remember some. I need to learn some of that. Um, so, and then we've got, uh, oh, yeah, Lee Adams, like we mentioned. Lee's, I'll get to Lee later because he has been a close confidant and friend of mine, and we do a lot of chatting offline about a lot of these topics, even more in depth than we do on this podcast because I feel like some of the stuff, you know, gets – super advanced and super out there not that i don't think anybody i just think it would be boring to get to some of that stuff but uh so shout out to lee um so aaron voot let's start there as far as authors aaron voot was our first like author guest and um he wrote spirit in the sky and devil uh de cycle and he has a new one out you can go check out his stuff he's also got a um uh, a line of t-shirts and hoodies and stuff and you can find him on instagram his shirts are actually pretty cool like the designs and stuff like that so if you like that kind of stuff check that out and he's all about relating the as above so below type yeah the ancient type egyptian type. mythology with ancient entheogens psychedelic use and all that kind of stuff and making all those correlations he's I, he's talking about actual constellations resembling dmt right uh yeah and the um Spirit in the Sky, yeah, it's, it's about correlating the Orion. myth of Orion and Osiris and everything to the 
DMT molecule. Um, so yeah, he, so big shout out to him. He was kind of like the first one. And then from there, he actually recommended that we have Dick Kahn on the show. And Dick Kahn is the author of DMT and my occult mind, uh, part one and two. I think he got rid of part one, but you can still buy it. It's just a condensed version. It's DMT and my occult mind light, I believe is the name of it now. So, uh, shout out to him. They've been two huge supporters of the show early on, and, uh, we really appreciate that. Yeah, the con was about, it was amazing. Yeah. Uh and yeah, and Dick, you know, he's he's done a, a lot to the point where he was doing like experiments basically on himself and the, his own mind and I mean that kind of level of psychonauts hard to come by, so Oh, that brings up another guy I totally forgot about, Paul. Yeah, we'll get to Paul. We'll get, I got right, a list. Right, I got a, right. I got a, I got a timeline <laughs> list here. Right, right. Um so, so yeah, we've had Dick Khan on a few times. I mean, we've had him on twice by himself, and then we've had him on after he did an ayahuasca retreat with uh, the who you mentioned, Paul Schulze or Schulze, and uh, I, like I believe Paul. the guy's name was Sam, the other guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then shout out to our, our my good friend. I haven't seen him in a while. Uh, I hope he's doing well. But Matt Dietrich, mm-hmm. uh, we grew up with him and. Uh, he had his own addiction issues and then he went through school and everything. He used to be in like banking, but then he got out of that. And since he went through his own addiction stuff, he went to school to learn how to help other people um, and was working on that. So that was a good episode. That was a great episode. That was actually when I started to realize that we could use this podcast to maybe bring some issues into the light and uh, help other people. I think after that one, you started talking about some of your mental issues and I started talking about mine, but the bottom line is, Everybody's got some issues, and uh, mm-hmm. we're here to help and, you know, work work together. Yeah, I mean, look, mental health is super prevalent. I don't – I was just talking about this with my wife. Like, I don't know anybody that doesn't have any sort of mental issues, you know, whether it's right. depression, anxiety disorders, um, more serious stuff. You know, there's people with schizophrenia, bipolar, all that kind of stuff. So – there's so many things out there and even people that don't suffer from those things, there's other, you know, sleep, you know, uh, or, uh, insomnia, you know, like everybody's got their own stuff. So, uh-huh. and the people that don't are just good at hiding it or lucky. I mean, if you True. really, if Again, you really don't have anything wrong and you're fit and you take care of yourself, you know, like consider yourself one of the lucky ones. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, shout out to Matt and maybe we'll try and get him back on the podcast at some point too. So that would be a great episode to check in on him, see how he's doing because mm-hmm. he was going back to school to be a what a account uh, psycho- what, what was he going for? Yeah, like a drug counselor or social yeah, worker, yeah. like something like along those lines. Um, but I mean, he's a smart guy. Obviously, went to school with him. He was always a, a smart dude. So, um, let's see. Oh, here's now here we get to Paul Schulze. That's. Um, and he is, uh, we've had him on twice. Um, apparently they found something they didn't like about the episode because that one was, those episodes were demonetized, but I really like, really? Uh, yeah, he kind of, um, I mean, he's a wild Oscar. We were talking about some, some stuff while he was going off, but I, I enjoyed the guy and I, I again, I, he's another guy that kind of gets our humor and we were riffing back and forth, but I can definitely see how that might've went a little bit too far. Hmm. uh yeah i mean in terms of you know any way that we could get our hands on those and put them on the patreon 
Yeah, I mean they're up now. You can watch them on ours. They just oh. aren't. They're just they didn't like what it was about. Apparently. Ah, okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, well, it was a straight episode about DMT and. Well, yeah, and then the other thing is, um, the other thing is when you do stuff, when you talk about that kind of stuff too, if there's no scientific or context for it, you got to be careful because you know they'll get you. Not that again, I don't care. I mean, there's no way of really knowing. But even. I think the episode we did with Lee Adams where we talked about psilocybin and like OCD and mental health and my own personal experiences and how I've been helped that same thing with that episode. So I don't know if it's the person reviewing those or what, but I don't yeah. think a person's reviewing them. I think it's an algorithm listening yeah, for words. And if you Mr. Say Roboto me, just don't yeah, like it, we don't like it. <laughs> um, so, all right. Where we, so yeah, that was Paul. So we, we had Paul on for two episodes. Shout out to Paul. Uh, and Alex was in here earlier, Alex from natural born alchemist. Uh, we yep, had him yep. on him pretty early. The first episode we did with him, uh, he kind of taught us and told us a little bit about his own, uh, Iboga experiences and Ibogaine and all that kind of stuff. I had no, you know, coming in some of this stuff I know a lot about some of it. I know nothing about and Iboga I knew nothing about. So that was kind of an interesting episode. Uh, we also talked about alchemy and, uh, practical, you know, physical alchemy and spiritual alchemy and the differences and all that kind of stuff. So, um, and then the second episode we did, or I should say I did with Alex, I think you were out of town or you were busy or doing something. He was actually at the world ayahuasca conference. And that was kind of an interesting episode because on his end, he was just walking around, Mm -hmm. you know, showing what it was like all about and, you know, stopping into chatting with some of the people and stuff, but that, that was kind of a weird episode, but it was good. I liked it a lot, but, uh, definitely one of our more different things. Yeah. That'd be fun to go on location. I'm definitely up to do what I need to do any of that, but we'll see what happens. You talk a big talk, sir. I'd like to see. I'm going to a mound, baby. All right. Well, I've got three Michigan mounds. I'm going to send you, we're going to start shooting some stuff here. So you can get some good footage and then maybe we can make like a short, doc or just like a short you know whatever maybe get dr gregory to talk over it or something that's for sure uh oh bernie taylor so that episode um his whole thing was the um the whole cave art you know the different cave arts from around the world and how uh this one specific cave um he found all these different formations and animals and um, it was about like the apprentice artist or the apprentice and the artist and the relationship and uh, kind of how that came to be and constellations and the correlations and all that kind of stuff. So that's kind of interesting episode. That was one of our first uh, authors as well. Bernie Taylor. Um, We've talked to him in a while. Maybe we'll have him back on at some point. Uh, And then Jack Napier who, uh, Trip whip, yeah. trip whip guy. Um, we've had him on quite a bit. I'm try. I was trying to get him on again before Christmas. It's just the times didn't line up because uh, you were busy and stuff. You, had, you know, your girlfriend in town and stuff. So we just didn't. It just didn't align. But we'll try and get that in there. But shout out to Jack if you're out there listening. Um, I know his his actual. I think his channel got demonetized too. His whole oh, channel. Darn. Got, yeah. So. If you follow Trip Whip, you know, support, you can support him through Patreon and I believe still, and he's got merch and stuff. So, um, but yeah, so he's been kind of, um, 
he was our go-to for a little bit because he was having a lot of experience with entities and stuff like that. Um, Laird Scranton we've had on now four times. So shout out to Laird. Those are some of my more favorite episodes that we do. Um, he's just such a wealth of knowledge when it comes to like symbolism and etymology from across cultures and the different, you know, he's into comparative cosmology of the ancient people and stuff like that. So, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Oh yeah. Of course the dreaming Jaguars. Uh, we've had them on a couple of times now, Justin and Paul. So if you're not familiar with the dreaming Jaguars, go check out their YouTube channel when we're done. Uh, they have a fantastic YouTube channel where they make these like real, you know, um, crisp, um, high quality, high quality, you know, videos of them either interviewing people or them doing their own thing. But they're always usually talking about uh, dimethyltryptamine and psychedelics in general. Um, so yeah, we've had them on twice. That's always good stuff. The second time we were talking about the experiment they did with um, uh, Dr. David Luke and the whole ESP on or telepathy on DMT. So check that out. I think we talk a little bit about that on that episode. Let's see here. Oh yeah, we did one with uh George Howard who is the co-author of the Younger Dryas Impact Hypothesis uh paper. Um you can follow him on Cosmic Tusk or go to cosmictusk.com. Um, and he's a, he's a cool dude. He's on Twitter a lot. So if you're on Twitter, you can check him out on there. I think he just got back from a Egypt trip too. So he had a lot of pictures he was posting and stuff. So if you're into the younger dries impact hypothesis and all that, he's a good person to follow. I'm just trying to work my way through here. We got a lot of people that I want to thank. So I'm just trying to get through here. Um, Brian Keating, he was probably the most serious scientist, not that the other ones we have not on are serious, but uh, Brian Keating is um, a physicist, and uh, he created a telescope that was used to try and um, detect the earliest evidence of the Big Bang via gravitational waves and stuff like that. Uh, that's a pretty cool episode. So that episode was called Losing the Nobel Prize because that's yep. what his book's called, Losing the Nobel Prize, which is actually a pretty interesting book if you like science and like the history of science and even like some of the dogma aspects of science, like how some of these people that are up for the Nobel prize, it's very cutthroat. They're all trying to like bring each other down and yeah. And, and, um, bring each other's hypotheses and theories down and that kind of thing. So it gives you like an inside look on how competitive science is. And it's not always just scientific method. There's a lot of other stuff at play. Um, let's see here. Have I brought up any other memories yet? Maurice, have you? Oh, I'm giddy. Yeah, it's all washing over me. I, I like I said, I got to go back and watch these things because there's so many juicy tidbits in there mm-hmm. that I barely remember half the lessons that are learned. Again, I should make you go back and watch all of them and write me a report. <laughs> That's what yeah. I want. Yeah, it's gonna be like a ten thousand word essay. On, I want a uh, podcast report asap. Stat. Yeah, hilarious. Um, you are you done with that rundown yet, Maurice? Give me that rundown. What's the yep 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 yep. Okay, uh, Anthony Maturo, um, he wrote the book uh, A Thousand Golden Arms. He's also the uh, the dude that runs the Daily Shroom on Twitter, so go follow him on Twitter if you have not already. He's a good follow, posts a lot of like current psychedelic news and that kind of stuff. Um, 
let's see here. Dr. Penny Sartori, you're one of your favorites. Uh, she is a near-death uh, experience researcher, and she's created like experiments. So when people leave the body, if they can um, remember some of these targets and things like of that nature. Uh-huh. She also worked in intensive care or uh, end-of-life, uh, something with, I think, older people at the end of their life. And so she saw a lot of people transition to death. So she's pretty... Uh, well-versed in all that stuff. She's written a few books on the topic, so if you're not familiar with Dr. Penny Sartori, go check out her work. She's pretty uh, active on Twitter as well. Um, And as Maurice mentioned, I mean, we have some stuff in store for a uh, near-death experience documentary, but there's a lot, like obviously with everything the way it is right now, we can't really get around too easily. So that might have to wait till every, all that stuff's figured out. Cause we have to, some of these people we got to get in person. So mm-hmm. plus we might want to cut our teeth on something a little, a little more streamlined, but we'll see what happens. We'll see what the universe presents to us. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Oh, Martin Sweatman who wrote the book, um, uh, History decoded about Gobekli Tepe, uh, or pre- the the um, was it prehistory decoded? I believe is the title. Um, let me look this up because I want to get it right. Um, yeah, prehistory decoded, and that's about like Gobekli Tepe and his uh, hypothesis about the astro our uh, um, astronomy that correlates, you know, the constellations found on the T pillars at Gobekli Tepe. Um, and his dating is not quite as goes as far back as like a John Anthony West or Graham Hancock, but it's kind of in between there and the mainstream stuff. So you can check out his stuff. He's pretty active on uh, Twitter. He does have a YouTube channel as well, where he makes videos showing the correlations to the constellations and the T pillars and everything. So, if you have not checked that already, that's a good one. If you like all the ancient stuff and go back to Tepe and stuff. Uh, ben Besley, we had him on discussing um, Dr. Claire Graves, the spiral dynamics and like um, the evolution of consciousness and how um, there's almost like a set pattern for how consciousness evolves. It swings back like a pendulum one way to you know like one spectrum to another and like thinking so that was kind of an interesting episode i don't know if you remember that one that that one kind of does slip my mind but if i saw the person I <laughs> if you go back you told me at the time it was one of your favorite ones because it's like it kind of it kind of makes sense when you think about it like even in so far as like the way we've thought about the concepts on this podcast where it's like you believe this oh then oh no you won't you know you don't believe that or you know you won't believe this but you'll you know like that whole thing it's like the evolution of that. So like one minute you might, or one few years you might believe in God. And then, Oh, here, here's a couple things that you learn. Oh, now you don't believe it. And then it swings back and forth mm-hmm. and evolves, not just about that, but just everything in general and the way you think about things. So, yeah, I think I do remember that one. There's been a lot, a couple of episodes that are real eye openers. Uh, Matt Tiller, who we've had on four or five times. Um, I know he's been on a couple times when you weren't on to actually one of our more popular episodes where we did a review of, uh, the Joe Rogan, Bob Lazar interview, and also the Bob Lazar documentary when that came out. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Matt Tiller too. 
uh, he said something like he was hacked on Twitter or something, and uh, he's not going to be doing as much research or something anymore. And I just want to say, keep keep at it, bro. Just keep doing it. Keep grinding. Seems like a lot of people have been running into issues either with Facebook or <laughs> yeah. the YouTube or what what's going on there. Yeah, I just changed a bunch of stuff around too. There's a lot of weird things happen, you know, afoot. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, shout out to him and hopefully he figures his stuff out and anything we can do to help in the future. Well, he's always welcome on the show. Of course. Um, Josh Bepichat, uh, who wrote the book ancient psychedelic psychedelia, who, uh, when we had him on, it was all about, it was mushrooms, everything, mushroom symbology. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus was a mushroom, 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 mushroom. Um, and we love mushrooms, but, uh, I think that <laughs> one, taken it too far. no, no, that one, I look, I think I, that one, I took more of an, that interview. I remember I take, took an adversarial role. I wish I would have just, you know, did a normal interview. I don't know why I did that, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm cause I don't have all the answers. I'm not pretending to have all the answers, but right. You know. Well, hey, you're always welcome to speak your mind. It doesn't mean that it's right or wrong. It's just the way you think. Right. I mean, I think that um, I'm as guilty as of, of this as any, but you get a lot of people, you know, when you start learning things and getting a little bit of knowledge, you look at other people saying things that maybe haven't learned those things yet or aren't aware of those things yet, and then... Um, you have somebody like him who he said that he's been studying this stuff for a bunch of years. So he's got, he's firmly planted, you know, on his beliefs and his whole thing. And that's, that's fine. As far as I go with that now, I'm not cemented or planted on anything. You, you know, if you bring knowledge or facts or data or can show me something or give me an experience or bring me in, you know, in on what you're thinking, I'll listen. I'll, you know, I'll see what the deal is. I'm not too good for anything as far as that, you know, like I, I truly believe you can learn something from everybody. And from being a musician, that's where I actually learned that is like when I worked at for Guitar Center for a long time, uh, there would be people that would come in that maybe weren't the best players, but there would be like little things that they would do that you just pick up or be like, oh, I see how, you know, it'll help you break through to some things. So I, and that, I kind of carried that onto the other aspects of my life where it's like these little tricks or these little techniques or whatever that of somebody that might not be the most complex or complete player might help you. So I, I truly believe you can learn something from everybody. Absolutely. Um, let's see here. And shout out to home mycology. I haven't f- forgotten about you. We're going to try and do something with you, get an episode or, we're going to try and work something out with that. Um, let's see here. Okay, Josh. Okay, so yeah, then we had, uh, you mentioned earlier, the Dr. Andrew Gallimore episode uh, when his book came out, Alien Information Theory uh, about DMT and how DMT can uh, put you possibly in commute, like an extended DMT experience can put you possibly in communication with these entities or maybe some sort of information can be taken from a longer stay in these, uh, realms. Mm-hmm. So it'd be the extended, uh, extended DMT, uh, stuff. So obviously, you know, you got Rick Strassman and Andrew Gallimore. I think other people are getting in on that at Imperial college, if I'm not mistaken. So I have guess they done that experiment yet? I don't know if they have, I haven't seen any papers or anything come out, come out recently on it, but, 
And how do you even do that? Don't you have to keep it kind of underground? No. I mean, they well, publish. DMT it's it's science. It's, no, it's not. Not for the scientists that are studying it. Oh, all right. You get you. That's how you get access. That's the, I mean, you know, that where. How do you think they're doing all these tests and stuff? Underground. No. In the Amazon. No, no, no that's not how this works at all. It's it's, <laughs> it's like the Rick Strassman. He, I mean, that's why Rick Strassman was such a big deal when we had him on because he kind of paved the way for all the stuff that's happening mm-hmm. now. Because actually, yeah, but even he was afraid to talk about his first experiences. Well, and, and science kind of screwed it up initially in the fifties and the sixties when they said, "Oh, there's no medicinal benefits here," and then screwed everybody over. And now we're kind of back to where we should have been fifty, sixty years ago, mm-hmm. seventy, eighty years, whatever. So I mean, yeah, I mean, we should, we're gonna have some scientists and guests on. We'll talk about that stuff in the future coming up as well. But yeah, it's a great book, Alien Information Theory. If you have not. Uh, read that already. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, Brian Scott, who we just had on again recently. Uh, I actually met Brian when he just got his YouTube channel started, and now this this dude's cranking. He's up to like two hundred and fifty thousand subscribers. Very so, good. Congratulations, Brian. Congratulations, guy. Brian. Uh, and uh, he's done a tremendous job. He actually though just got. Uh, the boot from Facebook for no That's reason. That's what I was talking about, yeah. Yeah, they didn't give him any cause. They just took his his page and his personal page down without any, you know, they didn't even give him a reason why. It just happened, so I'm, I'll be interested to see what happens with that. But oh, I think he got it back. So. Hopefully uh, they figure that out if they have not already. So, And if you have not already, check out Brian's channel and his, his podcast called The Reality Revolution. And his channel is also called The Reality Revolution. And it's, if you like guided meditations, he reads, you know, older books and esoteric books that aren't copywritten anymore. So you can do that kind of stuff. So if you like all that kind of older and more metaphysical stuff and dimensional stuff, that's that's your guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, Tom Lane. We've had Tom on like five times. So... We did four episodes with him on sacred mushroom rituals. Uh, we did one. On, the first couple were on sacred mushroom rituals, like how you, you know what, how do you do them? You know, kind of the ins and outs of them. And then I think episode three, part three, we did with him. We did uh, the metaphysics, the Mesoamerican metaphysics that are accompanying. Um, and he showed us some of the codex. There was like a slideshow with all the uh, Mesoamerican co- codices that have all the information on the. Uh, ancient uh, mesoamerican you know mushroom uses yeah that was a sweet episode and then part four was all about maria sabina and his uh ceremonies or ceremony that he did with maria sabina and uh you know information about how people become sabias and sabios and curanderos and curanderas and all that kind of stuff so Mm -hmm. And then the fifth one we did with him, we actually talked about solar energy because that's his expertise is uh, solar panels and providing solar power for housing and stuff like that. So if you're interested in that kind of stuff. An interesting twist of events. Yeah. And, you know, people that want to save money on, uh, you know, electricity or off the grid or whatever you're trying to do. Save money and uh, save the earth. Yeah. Um. Let's see here. Oh, the Dr. Eben Alexander and Karen Newell one that you mentioned. On uh, We talked a little bit about his book, Proof of Heaven. Uh, I, again, did you ever look up that the other book that 
he wrote with her. Look, see. look that up just so we can give proper context here. Let me see. The map of heaven. Is that with Dr. Ebel, uh, Eben Alexander and Karen Newell? Come on. Yeah, come on is right. You are not a young Jamie. You're an old Jamie is what you are. Well, I, I typed My in fingers hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this guy's written a lot more books than I thought. Uh, What's the woman's name? Karen Newell. She does like sacred acoustic stuff, I believe, is like her main her main thing. Alright, well I guess that's gonna take you forever, so I'll just continue on. Let me know when you get there. Yeah. Uh, we've had Chris Cottrell on uh, two times. The first time we talked a lot about like the uh, end of the Ice Age and the Younger Dryas stuff. And then the second time we had him on, we were talking about uh, super volcanoes, comet impacts. Um, you know, he's a he's got a degree in geology. Uh, I believe he's a teacher as well. He runs the the YouTube channel Dabbler's Den, so he's got some great stuff on there with slideshows and stuff. So if you're interested on geology and comet impacts and super volcanoes and volcanoes and seismic activity, that's a good channel to follow. Um, so which book did you mention already? Uh, Proof of Heaven is just Dr. Evan Alexander. Karen Newell was newer into the mix. I think they... Um, Excuse me. They just, uh, they wrote a book together. Something. Yeah, Living in the Mindful Universe. There you go. Living in the Mindful Universe. Bam, bam, boom. Somebody, pretty interesting. somebody learned Google. <laughs> well, I tell you, he's got a bunch of information and stuff. I had to find Karen. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, check out Chris uh, Chris's uh, channel, Dabbler's Den. You can also follow him on um, Twitter as well. Uh, yeah, we did a good episode, I think earlier this summer, um, on all that stuff. So, uh, Jude Curivan, uh, who wrote the book, The Cosmic Hologram. Um, so that's actually a really interesting book. She is a, she was a fun interview. Um, the audio quality on that was a little hit or miss, but maybe we'll get her back on in the future and, uh. Do it again. She's got a degree in physics. She's also got a degree in archaeology. So she kind of uh, was a polymath and knew a lot about the different topics that we talk about on this podcast from, you know, Gobekli Tepe stuff to physics and uh, quantum physics and her theory, you know, about the holographic universe and how, um, you know, entropy in, in, in her book is reversed in the sense that the more um, the older the universe gets, the more data and the more organized it becomes as opposed to the reverse, which is what entropy normally means. So entropy yeah, these... normally means everything was completely ordered and now everything's becoming disordered. So it's, she has kind of a reverse outlook on it, but it's data based. So when you're talking about like the cloud and like where information goes and that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, a lot of these topics are so vast that we almost need these people to come on for a couple of different episodes. One's almost just scratching the surface. Yeah. 
Chauncey mentioned uh, Yellowstone's gonna blow. I, oh yeah. I don't think so. I don't. I think Chauncey, listen. I think we're gonna be okay for a while. But yeah, we might want to get that figured out. Uh, it's supposed. It supposedly, if you base it on the timeline, you know, um, every two hundred thousand years. So we're still uh, a ways off from that. However, I think JPL um, looked into a way. Like, how would you? mitigate the um disaster if that were to happen i think that they threw around the idea of shooting cool like cold water into the magma chamber like the rhyolite chamber preventing uh or trying to dampen you know the explosion uh but uh i think that there's other problems that arise when you do that too so so it's like a a bidet for a volcano (laughs) i guess you sick bastard (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah, check out Jude Curavan's uh, stuff. Um, oh, we had Soraya Azkath on from Where Did the Road Go? Um, if you have not check, checked out Where Did the Road Go podcast, please go do that. It's a great podcast, uh, especially if you love, you know, a lot of his earlier episodes were a lot of ancient mystery stuff. He also does a lot of um, consciousness and paranormal type stuff now. So if you like paranormal stuff or you like, uh, um, you know, Bigfoot ghosts, you know, aliens, all that kind of mm-hmm. wonderful stuff. That's that's a good uh, podcast to listen for that. So, and uh, Soraya is a good dude. He also does some metal uh, radio show too. So if you like metal and heavier music, that's that's his thing as well. Uh, Darren Grimes from Grimerica we had on, um, and we talked about he. That was right after he had his first TMT experience, so I think we talked about that and psychedelics in general and philosophy and stuff, so that was a fun episode. Again, I think the audio might have been a little uh, bad on that, but those were the days where we were still trying to make the transition from because they got rid of Google Hangouts because we normally did our podcast on Google Hangouts early on, and then Google's like, well, we're not doing that through YouTube anymore. So Did that ever come back, or has that just been gone? Um. I think you can still, I think Google Hangouts still a thing. I, it might be a pay thing now. I don't know, but it's not through YouTube anymore. So, right. But I like our setup now. I have a lot more control. I can pull up graphics, you know, I, so it was, it worked out for the best cause you couldn't really do that. And I can use this, uh, uh, DSLR now. So my thing looks crisper. I, I still urge you to get one of your DSLRs plugged in so you can look crisper, but I don't know though. I've looked at, I've watched our show on a, on a big screen and I, I think that the, uh, the compression of YouTube crushes the quality of that. Yeah. But how soon after, cause you, if you have to wait, if it's live, you have to wait like a few days for it to get to its full, just like how, when you upload video, your Maurice adventures, your hiking videos, if you don't let that thing get to the, uh, the, whatchamacallit, the, uh, yeah, the 4K. I don't know. Yeah, it's the weird four... because the last time I uploaded the thing, it was a it was the shortest video. It was five minutes, and it took a full day to get to the 4K, which isn't even real 4K. It's like two twenty one hundred. Yeah. It's, it's well, you would know about this stuff. See, I I feel like it would if we could. I mean, ho- we'll see what happens in the future. But if I end if I end up moving and maybe we can do it in the same room, it would make things a lot better, a lot smoother. Oh, absolutely. And the other thing is, is like our the screen, the 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 shot that we're using isn't even the full screen, and it's still pixelated. Right. That camera that you're shooting with, 
it should be crystal clear. It's like, you know, posting a, a picture on Instagram. If the picture's blown up the size of your wall, it might be pixelated. If it's crunched right. down, well, to here's the, size the thing: of a phone, it's the crispest thing you've ever seen. I run it on 540 because of if you run it at the higher resolutions, like 4K or whatever, it'll take five days for it to process afterwards. And then also, um, yeah, it doesn't even. I don't know for some reason if you watch it on the smaller, like it looks good at 540 still. Because remember we talked about this; it's more about the camera than it is what what uh, size and what rate it's at. Right. Yeah. Well, it's all about the set the sensor within the camera. So whatever, we're always evolving. I think our show's been looking pretty good lately. It'll always, of course, get better as technology gets better. So. Well, the first step was the to get that lag issue taken care of, which we've we've accomplished. So. Little by little. Uh, oh, uh, so Seth Kostek. Um, so this episode we did on like um, quantum physics and his idea of, uh, you know, his theory of non-duality, uh, which was a mixture of current science paradigm stuff mixed with old ancient paradigm Eastern philosophy type stuff. Um, and he, you weren't on that episode cause I think we tried to do it and it was like bad connection with you on it. So then he, you know, we just, him and I just did it, I think mm-hmm. is what happened. I don't know if you remember that. Um, but yes, yeah, so you can check him out on Twitter too. Seth Kostek. Uh, he has a, he's a, um, uh, he has a YouTube channel as well where he does these short videos on, uh, physics and quantum physics and all that kind of stuff. Uh, James Lady. So that was our only Bigfoot episode that we did. He is, we actually know him personally, and he is a Bigfoot researcher in Michigan. He looks for the Michigan Sasquatch. Mm-hmm. And while I'm not a physical Bigfoot believer, I believe it might be some sort of epigenetic memory we have or some sort of weird dimensional thing that's happening. I don't think that there's an actual physical Bigfoot out there, but... It was good to have him on, though, because, I mean, he he seemed to be more serious than, like, the people I see on TV and, like, the forums and stuff. At least he was realistic about it, you know? Well, look, all the power to you. I'm not going to poo-poo any ideas, but I've been in the woods a lot in my life, and uh, I'm not too worried about the Bigfoot. I'm not going to poo-poo any ideas. I've just, I've really been out there, and I don't believe it. That's I didn't say I didn't believe Uh it. I just said I'm not too afraid of the Bigfoot. Now, a grizzly bear, I'm afraid of. So, yeah, I mean, that brings in the question is, are people seeing bears walking on two feet? You know, some people say. Um, I think in the Pacific Northwest, it's a very likely chance that you're seeing some kind of yeah. brown bear. Here's I the thing. Is the one. Show me a dead. Why is why can nobody find a dead, dead Bigfoot? Like no Bigfoot ever fell off a cliff or got sh- shot in a hunting accident. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, apparently they're masters. They're masters of disguise, and they know the, the woods like no other, so they can hide. But again, man has been how many how many new species of uh, of mammals are being found? Yeah, again, I'm not. This is just my opinion on it. I've I've looked into it somewhat, you know, and I just am not convinced. In fact, my wife wanted to watch some show on it, and I watched this thing. I'm like, yeah. This is not going well for these people. So <laughs> again, I'd still listen and and and, and take interest to it because I'm out in the woods. This guy's telling me that there's these little uh, 
structures being created. Well, what's the most the famous one that he was that James Lady was talking? About? It's like the Gimlin, Bob Gimlin, or the guy that the, the old one with the yeah the, the beast where the guy st- it stops yeah. and like turns a little. It's the famous squatch look, you know, where it's walking and does like a half turn and then. Um, and he was pointing to things like how if you were in he well first of all like Planet of the Apes those suits that they wore in that movie um, right. were in like were af- the best ever made and those were after young. that video was made so he I mean he was bringing up points that I, I guess I could see what he's saying but again I just I feel like the guy himself I think that made that video came out on like towards the end of his life and said we faked it or it was something like that. I don't know. So we'll, we'll put it like this. When I was a kid, I used to love going into the library and looking up old Loch Ness monster books and the Bigfoot. And I, I do remember being at a probably like six or something watching. I don't even know if sci-fi existed then, but that video popped up. I was at my dad's house and a, a tear came to my eye. <laughs> it scared me. Yeah. We'd go camping. They'd scare us. They'd shake the tent and go, ah, you know, so <laughs> great. No yeah. wonder we have so many problems. It's the squatch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's scare our kids to the um in the woods. So yeah, shout woods. out to uh James Lady. And um let's see here. Okay, yeah, Ian J did. We've had him on um a couple times. He wrote two books. The first one, uh Tripping the Field, and then the second one was called Migration. The first one is about uh it's it's fictional it's about lucid dreaming and how to lucid dream and a lot of like s- philosophical things uh happening in there too. And then the more recent one migration that we just had him on uh it has more to do with like how we integrate technology with consciousness going forward and what that could mean and all that kind of stuff. That was actually a really good episode that we did with him the second one, so. Mm-hmm. Actually we might have done 3 with him. I don't know, I'd have to go back. Um, so yeah, check out Ian Jaded's uh, stuff. He's also active on Twitter and, um, he's also, uh, Instagram. He's on Instagram as well. He's actually a really good artist too. I don't know. Have you ever checked out his art online? Yeah, that stuff's amazing. Yeah. I like his artwork a lot. He's a really good artist. We actually have had a bunch of great artists on, uh, man, a Tischler. There's a lot of people that yeah, do Tischler's art. Yeah, an amazing, uh, blower. So Andrew Tischler, Go to Andrew Tischler on uh, Instagram, and he sells uh, glass pendants, and uh, he might make pipes. I don't know. I haven't even asked him. I don't know. but uh, Well, maybe not. I don't know, but he does do crazy glass stuff. Right, yeah. We should try and have a a collective of of art somehow. I don't know. Yeah, that might be a good to get get people, you know, like a little art section. You know, maybe you can organize that, and we'll put it on our website or something, and help. Yeah, I can contribute a piece. Help or some two of these and... uh, artists uh, get some more action. Oh yeah. So oh, so we've had Joe Moore uh, on two times from Psychedelics Today. Uh, I really like what they're doing over there at Psychedelics Today. So it's um, uh, Joe Moore. I believe the other guy's name's Kyle Buller. Um, and, uh, they have a lot of the, you know, similar people that we have on the show as far as psychedelic guests, but then they have a lot of, you know, they've got a lot more of the science side of things and they're, they're working on training, um, therapists and stuff on how to implement, you know, psychedelics and entheogens and into therapy and different things like that. So they've got different training and program and they're doing a lot of cool stuff over there. So I really, uh, enjoy those. And he's kind of a, kindred spirit and that he loves psychedelics and philosophy and he's a big fish head and stuff so that was those were fun episodes yeah 
Um, oh, so big shout out to Brothers of the Serpent podcast, Kyle and Russ. Um, they've kind of started, I think, right around the same time. I don't know if they're, they've been around a little bit longer, but um, yeah, we started clicking right away and, you know, tagging each other in posts and stuff like that. And uh, Kyle and Russ are awesome. They're super nice dudes and uh, they've got a great thing going on. Um, over there and they're also, they also do a, um, a podcast called Cosmographia with, uh, Randall Carlson. So check out both those podcasts, Brothers of the Serpent and Cosmographia if you have not already. So, uh, but yeah, they're just real cool dudes. And like I said, they've got, a, they're building a nice little thing over there and, uh, we appreciate all the love and support that they've given us. And, uh, absolutely, you know, it's nice that, uh, it's nice to have other friends, you know, on other podcasts, like, you know, cause you look at this thing, it could get, it could be very competitive in the sense that like everybody's just a, you know, a dickhead to each other. But I like the way the synergy and, uh, some of these like-minded people have come together. We've got a nice little community where we will share each other's stuff and make recommendations and that kind of stuff. So, well, we're putting the good energy out into the universe and, uh, it seems to find us and bring it right back to us. So, mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, again, shout out to Brothers of the Serpent and go check out Brothers of the Serpent and Cosmographia. Um, so Dr. Gregory Little, we've had him on four times now. Um, first episode we did with him was... That was on No, the Denisovan Origins. Uh, was, he wrote a book, uh, or was the co-author of a book, Denisovan Origins with uh, Andrew Collins. The second episode we did with him, we did on Edgar Casey and like Atlantis and the Hall of Records and all that kind of stuff. Um, the third episode we did with him was on UFOs and like plasma energy and plasma physics and how he thinks plasma actually might have some sort of consciousness behind it as well. And I actually look the stuff I've been looking into. I'm not ruling that out of the picture as well. So. Uh, but yeah, Dr. Gregory is actually one, and we'll get to this later with we'll have honorable mention type stuff, but mm-hmm. uh, he's one of my favorite guests in the sense that I feel like I, you can just talk to him. And he's a um, he's a psychologist, but I, I don't think that he, he, you know, does the whole psychologist shtick thing. I think he's just a really easy person to talk to. He understands the flow of conversation. He understands uh, the things he's interested in, you know, really well as far as ancient civilizations, the mound stuff. We just did that episode. Uh, that that was the fourth episode we just did with him, which was ancient, uh, the Native American mounds of North America and South America. Um, and he, uh, we did a Patreon with him too. So that episode's all slideshow, but uh, that might be what people are best known for other than the psychology stuff. But um, he's just a really easy guy to talk to. He's really cool. And, uh, if he yeah, doesn't know some serious adventures, yeah, in his if he, life too. and he doesn't know something, he doesn't know something. That's what I, I'm, I like people that aren't afraid to be like, okay, I don't know this. So I'm, you know, or, you know, that's how you learn things. That's how you grow, you know, pretending like, you know, everything will get you nowhere in life. So, right. So yeah, the, shout out to Dr. Gregory. Um, we had PD Newman on, uh, he wrote the book alchemically stoned, um, about like, you know, uh, 
ancient psychedelic use and the occult and alchemy and masonry and all that kind of stuff. So he, um, we talked a little bit about DMT and like the philosopher's stone. Um, we talked about mushrooms, you know, we talked about a decent amount of things. He's actually a really cool guy. He's very knowledgeable. You can tell PD does his homework. So I'm trying to think what, so yeah, check out, uh, alchemically stoned if you have not already um moving on here is there anything you want to add before i keep going oh you're uh you're you're bringing them all back i need to get back into that ben holt breath work (laughs) (laughs) if anybody wants to see me i'm getting lightheaded (laughs) yeah anybody (laughs) wants to see me almost pass out we did a patreon episode with ben holt which is one of our more recent episodes and i did this alkaline breath work and i I did it too i don't know why you say it looks like you didn't do anything bro but i did go back it harder look i will admit that you did it but you didn't you didn't do it like me. I'll say that I was given 150 percent on that thing. So. Well, yeah, I wasn't trying to get lightheaded and pass I was. Out. I was trying to get you know, breath work high, bro. And I'm also aware that I was on a microphone, so I'm not gonna <laughs> breathe into this thing like a like a like a like a chimp. Well, I I, you know, you saw what I almost <laughs> passed out. So no, but doing those the, the it starts off intense and then when you do the when you hold it in, he's right. You can hold the, your breath way longer than you think. I did, yeah, I held it very long, but yeah, you're right. I mean, I did get a little intense with the sounds. It was a re, it's a real <laughs> it's a real ASMR treat for you. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's a real ASMR treat. I yeah. think we even say some somewhere in there like you you might get hard if you listen to this or something something Jesus. like that's in there. Um, let's see here. We did that. We did that. Okay. So yeah, Dr. Michael Masters, uh, he's an anthropologist and professor. I'm trying to think what school, maybe you can look it up. It's like Montana state or something. Look up Dr. Michael Masters. Uh, but he's an anthropologist and he wrote this book, uh, identified flying objects where his hypothesis uh, with the UFO stuff is it has everything to do with time and that the UFOs are time traveling machines and the actual extraterrestrials are us from the future and we are the time travelers coming back into time, which um, I think that people have speculated obviously on this in the past, but he actually, you know, did a lot of research and in, into time and, you know, that whole thing. And then from like a human standpoint, since he's a, I believe it, did you look it up? What was it? <laughs> Dr. Michael Masters. I'll check it out. Yeah. Um, but uh, this guy so acts like he said he told me to do it. Or I something. just said, look that up. I just said. I don't know why you, you can't do what I say. Yeah. So uh, shout out to Dr. Michael Masters. So yeah. So his idea is that um, again, we are. Uh, or the the UFOs and the extraterrestrials are us from the future coming back to either observe or learn or who knows. Um, but with what we know about so far physics and quantum physics, I don't even know if they think time travel backwards is possible yet. I think time travel forward obviously is possible. Um, well, can we slow down time? Like if you're if you're traveling at the speed, but of there's sound. the arrow of time. I mean, there's a lot of Things of what we talked about too, like time dilation. So like the more gravity there is, 
the t- the slower or the the slower time go or the more time slows down. So there's like this thing called the atomic clock experiment where they drop clocks from different altitudes uh and that you you can see from like the way you know gravity works that the more gravity there is the more time slows down so maybe the fact that we're on the earth's surface there's a you know this amazing gravitational field that allows us to experience time in like a slowed existence you know what i'm saying well that's one of the theories is everything has happened at once yeah did you look it up yet? I, I typed this guy's name in. Oh, and I my can't God. I'm, I'm going to lose There's it. There's 50 of this guy's. Oh, Maurice. Uh, so, yeah, Dr. Michael Masters. So check out his work, uh, Identified Flying Objects. He's also on Twitter. I think his Twitter handles maybe at MorphoTime. I don't know. What's um, the name of it? What was the name of his book? Identified Flying Objects. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna type it in in two seconds. I'm gonna pull this thing up. <laughs> well, I typed his name, and there's a lot of uh, chiropractors apparently around with the mm-hmm. name Michael Masters. Yep, Doctor Michael Masters, professor of biolo- uh, biological anthropology at Montana Tech University. Boom! Two seconds. Pulled well, it up. Sorry, would you just type in his name? Because I did. Yeah, I, I, I did. I, I, I typed I, in exactly. I apparently have a chiropractor uh, consultation tomorrow. Yeah, you do, and they'll get you straight. <laughs> and they'll get you straightened out, pal. So. Yep. Uh, so yeah, check out his stuff. Um, we might get him back on again in the future. Uh, yeah, I don't that know if was a, that was a really good episode because it kind of uh, supported some of the theories that you had about the aliens. Well, mm-hmm. I think I don't know if that was your theory or not, but look, I, th- I think there's. This is the way I look at it. Is like you know, you you're a mu- musician. You play music. You've written things. I'm sure that you thought, oh, this is original, and then you realize, oh, it's not, because you'll hear mm-hmm. it somewhere else, or you'll hear you know a piece of the cadence in something else, or a song, or you know, you'll be like, oh, I just rewrote a fish song, you know. Well, usually it's music that I'm not like super uh, familiar with. Because then you'll blatantly know that you're just copying something. So usually it's a song that you've heard, so you've heard, and then it's in your subconscious. And right. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. So I mean, maybe I heard that you're right somewhere else, and it just made sense. I know I've heard Rogan talk about it too. Um, yeah, I think that's where I heard that. I heard it. I'm trying to think where I heard it, but then the idea. Um, it might have been Rogan, actually. I don't know, but the idea of that being us in the future through cuz they know when you when you're in space and like through space travel you lose bone density so between losing bone density um and your body evolving. being yeah your body being altered in space imagine evolving in space we don't know what that looks like because we've been kind of resorted to just evolving on earth so well you can look at Elon Musk that might be uh halfway there well I mean, we'll see what happens. I know he's uh, he's been making some big pushes, you know, with all the rocket stuff, and um, you look at all the innovation stuff at Tesla. I mean, mm-hmm. we'll see where it goes, and the Neuralink thing too. I mean, I just bought a share of Tesla. Did you? Stuff ain't cheap. I'm sure, it's not. And I mean, one share. Maybe we'll do an episode <laughs> on that. On like all the marijuana and psychedelic stock stuff. I mean, cause you know a decent amount about all that. So 
Well, you you've been opening my eyes to some of these new uh, psilocybin companies that are emerging out of Colorado and California and stuff. I think that's the next big thing. But yeah, we just got to watch too because I think there's ones that are doing productive things, and then I think there's ones that are just trying to capitalize and make loot. You know, I I would like to see the ones that are trying to make an honest difference succeed, and the ones that are just trying to get in the craze. You know. Well, it's like that one company, GW Pharma, was the first company to give uh, CBD to a kid that had epilepsy. Yeah. And these are the pioneers. Everyone was afraid. Obviously, CBD has no psychoactivity. Um, but then after that, you get these other people that jump on board that are more worried about the money. Obviously, these companies are doing it because they're making money, but at the same time, they can do something good for the environment or good for humanity. So mm. I don't know when I, when I buy stocks, I really try to gravitate to more towards either a green company or companies that I, that I use and products that I actually like, you know, like and support and stuff like that. But I, I rather support a company that's looking for the better of humanity. Mm. No, I agree. That's what I was trying to say with, you know, like I said, I think that, you know, you see people trying to like uh copyright, you know, compounds or names and this and that. It's just like, come on, let's do this. You know, let's do this the right way. And actually when we have, uh, some of these psychedelic scientists coming on here in the next couple months, I'm going to be asking some questions as far as, um, I want to know why they keep isolating these compounds in these tests. I want, why, why aren't you taking, why aren't people taking the whole thing to, for the entourage effect? Is there too many compounds and chemicals in there? Uh, for them to, you know, as variables within the experiment, the scientific method, or is there some other reason? You know, I'd like to know what's going on there. So Right, right. Okay. So, yeah, Dr. Michael Master. Okay. Uh, shout out to Chris Wolford. Uh, I think his, um, he's on Twitter a lot. You can check him out on Twitter. Uh, big UFO researcher. He's always knows what's going on usually he's a couple head you know steps ahead of everybody else um he really knows what's going on within the ufo community uh, and he's a fellow detrader and uh so shout out to chris wolford uh we love you bro keep uh keep looking for the truth and keep keep us in the loop here and again follow him on twitter uh ufo twitter again shout out to ufo twitter so that's a good handle yeah, UFO Twitter is single-handedly, you know, doing a lot of stuff for the UFO community. So, um, let's see here. Oh, a big one, Dr. Rick Strassman. Shout out to Dr. Strassman. Uh, we'll probably have him on again in the future. Um, that one's tough because of the connection issues. Um, so that one we didn't even do live because of the connection issues. I think we did a Zoom call. Um, but we'll see what we can do here going forward. But uh, shout out to Dr. Strassman. Obviously, he's a pioneer with all this stuff and kind of paved the way for a lot of the stuff you're seeing now. And, uh, yeah, I mean, all of his research. And he was super generous with his time. There was a couple times that the, the, the interview didn't happen because of the connection stuff, and he was pretty patient. And we finally got it in, so we appreciate that. Uh, and also... Um, Again, his research and uh, that one was kind of a more 
scientific approach to his stuff. And he actually shared, I don't know how many people at that point he had shared his personal DMT experience with, but he told the story, which we've turned into a clip. I think it's one of the main clips on our intro page uh, that Maurice made with the imagery of him describing his first uh, DMT experience was it was actually with Terrence McKenna, I think in the 80s, I believe. Uh, yeah, and he experienced the, waterfall. The, the DMT entities in a waterfall. So that's it's a pretty cool story. And I know a lot of people that have interviewed him that he didn't mention that. So, so shout out to him. Um, shout out to Susanna Weiss. She is a journalist and she was kind enough to come on and share her experiences with uh, like uh, the different ceremonies she's done, uh, iboga and ayahuasca, cambo, mm-hmm. all these different experiences. And, uh, you know, she's a more of a, a pop writer, so she um, integrates this into more pop culture topics as well. So shout out to her. Yeah, she was a good guest. She was a little more of a change of pace, but yeah. definitely a great Look, I'll time. talk to anybody. If you have, you know, some interesting stories or you have something to say, you know, let's do it. Let's talk. Usually a writer, someone that blogs and stuff like that, they have a pretty unique outlook on the world. Right. Um. Let's see here. Shout out to Peter Shersted. Um, he is a psychedelic philosopher, is what I would consider him. I mean, he um, he's all he's all about metaphysics and uh, big Spinoza uh, guy, big um, Nietzsche. Um, he's pretty active actually on Twitter. Uh, I came across him actually. He did a TED talk where. Um, he was talking about ancient psychedelic use and all the way from Plato all the way to, um, you know, I think he was talking about like William James and all that kind of stuff too. So, uh, so shout out to Peter Shersted again, he's, he's active on, he's actually, uh, active on Facebook as well. So he's on Facebook and Twitter. You can check him out. He's, um, he's a good guy and I like talking about philosophy and philosophical ideas and we don't always have a lot of people that are well read into those topics so it was fun to have somebody that knew a lot about psychedelics but also knew a lot about uh philosophy of the mind so that was a fun episode and i don't think that one got viewed enough for how good it was but yeah um let's see here we'll have him on again i want to talk to him again because there's some things that have come up since that I found in philosophy and psychedelics and stuff that I think we could have a good conversation on. Um, Oh, Sean Cahill. So we've recently had Sean on for a second time and we also did a Patreon with him. Uh, but, uh, Sean was witness to part of the events of the Tic Tac UFO incident. Um, in November, I think it was 2004, I believe, uh, off on the USS Nemitz. So most people know about, uh, so he was on the USS Princeton, which was right by the USS Nemitz. And most people know about the accounts of David Fravor seeing the Tic Tac UFO and the other two pilots. But, uh, uh, Sean has some interesting experiences himself and he's into like meditation and psychedelics and altered states and stuff. So whenever we have him on, it's always a fun chat. As Maurice said, he's very easy to talk to. He feels like he's just one, you know, one of your friends. 
Yeah, we'll invite him on our canoe trip. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, oh, when we get, um, when Indra's uh, web goes live, he said he wanted to start a remote viewing um, group on there too. So that should be fun. So again, big shout out to Sean Cahill. We love you, bro. Keep doing it. I think he's actually working on a documentary now with uh, somebody else that I saw on UFO Twitter. So we'll keep an eye on that. Yeah, he's actually one of the only guests that was uh, ripping on me. <laughs> really sticking it to me. I think Rand. I think Randall got you a couple times too. Oh, yeah, Caught yeah, you yeah, off yeah. guard a little. Yeah. He goes, "Oh, this guy's talking." <laughs> uh, Hey, oh. I can say I was made fun of by Randall Carlson, you know. Yeah. Who, can, who can say that? Yeah, there you go. Perked me right up. Um, let's see here. Oh, Mike uh, Brancatelli. Mike runs the Mikeadelic podcast. Great guy. Um, yeah, he was a fun chat. Um, you know, he's a psychonaut, but he also likes a lot of the weird and esoteric stuff and, you know, metaphysics and UFOs and all that kind of stuff, so... Uh, if you haven't listened to our episode with uh, Mike Adelic, go check that out. That was a fun swap cast. Um, let's see here. Donald Carroll. That was actually a really interesting episode. Uh, so that one, he wrote a book called The Spirit of Light Cubit. Um, and he spent a good portion of time researching for this book, and it has everything to do with... Um, the, the, what a cubit is from your elbow to the tip of your finger and then how that correlates to, you know, the Vitruvian man, uh, Leonardo da Vinci's Vitruvian man and like uh, basically how, our, you know, ancient measurements and then correlating them to megalithic structures and spirituality. I actually really, really enjoyed that episode. Yeah. Um. I like the background on that too, because I had like pyram- the Giza pyramids behind me, and he also had some pyramid behind him. And you guys really linked up for the backgrounds, and I just have uh, yeah, you sound gotta, walls. You got to get that green screen going there. I know you. I'm, I'm like get a, a real statue behind me. <laughs> we should. <laughs> I w- I'd like to build a pyramid for real. That'd be sweet. Just turn one of your rooms in your house to a shrine, and just build a small pyramid in there. Well, look, our uh, our grandfather pretty much turned his house into a shrine for yeah. have you ever heard of this thing it's called the gold pyramid it's actually not that far uh it's outside of chicago so it's not that far from me uh but these this guy he was like known as the chicago concrete king or whatever like his business was concrete he built his house this he built a massive pyramid with like a 150 foot stall uh egyptian statue near the entrance you you felt like even driving by there, it's like overgrown and stuff now. But at one point, it was covered in gold, and this thing's massive. Um, there's a short documentary online. It's called The Gold Pyramid. I'm pretty sure if you look it up, it's in, I think Wakanda, Illinois. Um, Wakanda, maybe I think. I don't know. Stop so, by, take a chip off of it, and uh... <laughs> Maurice is famous for trying to <laughs> date these things. Goes, Why is this guy chipping this brick? <sighs> uh, so yeah, go check out the Spirit of Light Cubit book if you have not already. If you like ancient uh, uh, mysteries and spirituality connected to the megalithic structures and stuff, that's right up your alley. Uh, Arthur Copeman's. Uh, so. We did two episodes with Arthur. Shout out to Arthur. 
Uh, he runs the blog Secrets of the Norse, um, or Norse Secrets, I'm sorry. And uh, his thing is like correlating stars and constellations to Norse mythology. Uh, in the first episode we did with him, it was all about the correlations and then correlating it to even some of David Matheson's um, constellation stuff. But then in part two, uh, since Neowise, that's when Comet Neowise was out in full force, we did a whole... Um, we did a whole, uh, part of the, the, uh, episode talking about comets and, um, uh, ancient mythology and all that kind of stuff. So that was actually, those were really fun episodes with Arthur. So yeah, and it inspired me to go hunt that bad boy. Yeah. Then Maurice went and shot the comet Neowice and part of, uh, one of Maurice's adventure videos. He also saw some weird UFO in that one video. He goes like, should I, <laughs> should I post this? I'm like, yeah, well, why wouldn't you post it if there was right. some unknown anomalous thing in the video? I, I still don't know what it was, but maybe we'll go up there together this time. Ooh. Do-do-do. Uh, and then, yeah, then right after that, since uh, I had read one of David Matheson's books prior, but then we had Arthur on, and Arthur was big into his work, and it gave me an idea, well, let's get David Matheson on. Uh, so shout out to David Matheson. He's pretty active on Instagram. He has a YouTube channel. Um, he is also, he has a blog. Um, and, you know, he's got books too, the, the Math, uh, Matheson Corollary. Uh, mm-hmm. It's all about constellations and, and correlating them to ancient mythology and ancient art. Uh, I think his newest book is called um, Myth and Trauma, I believe. Or trauma and myth, myth and trauma. I think. Um, so shout out to him. We'll get him back on in the future. Um, moving along here. Shout out to. Well, we'll talk about him in a little bit. But Martin Ferretti, he runs the Alchemical Mind podcast. He's been a huge help. He's helped me with some website stuff, some coding stuff. He also uh, helped set up our Discord channel when we didn't have one. So shout out to Martin. We love you. And, uh, yeah, he might have something to do with some secret. So thing coming up, I don't know. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, and he's really active on our discord. He's also active at, at the alchemical, alchemical mind on Twitter. And, uh, yeah, so check him out. Uh, Justin Otto. Um, I believe Maurice, you weren't there for that one. He, runs the Dharma Junkie podcast. Um, check out his podcast. Um, he covers all sorts of stuff from psychedelics to Buddhism to spirituality, current event type stuff. So uh, shout out to Justin. Um, let's see here. Anthony Tyler. So we've had Anthony on a couple times now. Um, we've had two young guys that uh, I've been impressed with on the show. One was Jack from uh, Shipwreck Channel. Uh, he know he's done his research. He knows a lot of stuff. And then also Anthony Tyler, uh, who he wrote the book uh, Dive Manual, um, and it's all about um, looking at the you know mysticism and uh, tradi- mystery traditions and all that ph- uh, philosophy and all that kind of stuff, and then looking at the empirical side of it, like what do we know or what can we know? You know, like. And um, trying to see what's what and kind of trying to figure out 
what's tangible, what's not. It's kind of what we're all trying to do. But this, you know, he's younger. I don't know how old he's. I think he's like 25 or 26. He's just very advanced for his age in terms of thinking about these kinds of concepts and metaphysics and all that kind of stuff. So check out Dive Manual if you have not already. It's a great book. Um, and you can follow Anthony. He's on uh, Twitter as well. Um, let's see here. I think his Twitter might be at dive six, six, seven. Okay. Okay. So shout out to Alex, uh, from DMT world. Um, he runs the DMT world podcast. Uh, great dude shared his story about, you know, his personal story about psychedelics and how they've helped him. And, um, uh, if you have not checked out DMT World, go check that out. Um, it's going to be, it's a similar platform to what Indra's web is going to be. Um, so if you're familiar with DMT World, you should be able to navigate Indra's web very easily. Um, so again, shout out to Alex and also check out the DMT World podcast if you have not already. And I think on DMT World, his name is ALX. So you could probably find him that way. Okay, let's see here. Okay, Ethan Indigo Smith. Uh, this was one of the more recent episodes we did on like sacred geometry and philosophy and all that kind of stuff. Uh, he's big into Tai Chi. I think he's a Tai Chi instructor. Uh, he yeah, also knows. A great one. Yeah, he's an author. He's written a bunch of books. Some of them are free online, so I really urge people to check out uh, Ethan's stuff. He's also on Twitter, so you can find him on Twitter. Uh, he might be on, I think he might be on, um, Instagram as well. So shout out to Ethan. We'll have him back on the podcast soon too. Um, let's see here. Anything you want to add? No, man. I mean, you're covering every single, you're damn right. Every episode ever. Daddy prepares for the show. Hey, big daddy. Um, and I know I joke around, but. I don't know what I would do. I would. It wouldn't be the same show if I did this by myself. So I truly love you, Maurice. You are a uh, right back at you, my man. You're a really good co-host, and um, I know you initially were kind well, of not according to Reddit. Uh, I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know initially you didn't want to do it. You're, you did. It's not that you didn't want to do it. You just you know you're like, what am I going to do? You know. So and you were mm-hmm. thinking about doing like a young Jamie thing and looking things up, and then we realized, oh, that's not really. Really, I failed at that too. It's not really how things are going to go. And then you were kind of in a different place completely too when we started this whole thing to where you are now and your outlook on life and things you've been through since then. So I think you've really come into your own and I'm excited to see where that goes and what that means for the podcast going forward. Well, that actually was one of the episodes I didn't bring up for one of my favorite was my uh, my spiritual awakening one. I just feel like that was a good, good episode because I could verbalize to some degree what I was going through. And then I also think a lot of, you know, a lot more people started to respond. I don't know. I just came out of my shell a little bit more, but it was a real awakening in every asset of my life. So mm-hmm. cheers. Yeah. Cheers. And hopefully this new year brings a uh, good, good uh, fortune and health to everybody that's out there listening to us right now. We're, Let's change this thing around. Let's stop thinking, you know, negatively. Let's, let's, yeah, things aren't going great. 
things aren't things aren't awesome right now but let's let's turn this thing around let's positive vibrations positive thoughts tell people you love them give people hugs you know start spreading joy and uh you know help people out when you can and um well you can spend your days like an eeyore type always with a cloud around you looking at the bad or you can become that winnie the pooh character and uh just 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 let that let the world unfold in front of you and go with the flow yeah and it starts you know med start to meditate do some breath work you know do some yoga whatever it is do your thing get in the groove you know and then get out there and make things happen that's that's what we're doing here and that's what we're trying to do and hopefully you know we've learned a lot that's the whole point of this podcast is to put information that we find credible out as we go along obviously i sounded like an idiot for the first 30 episodes you know i still you, sound you like sound, an idiot listen I, you sound like an idiot to yourself I do. It's now, like it's like you go back, you sounded like a genius, so it's all relative to time. You know what it's like? Have you ever gone and listened to like one of your old like gigs or you know, band sessions or something? And you're like, what was I doing? Yeah. You know, like that's kind of the same thing. It's like you evolve your idea of what's good and what's bad, you know, and like if as a musician, you know, you know when you fuck up or have a hiccup or you're playing or you, you miss a note or you miss, you know, a change or something like that. But the people listening, they don't really know, and they don't recognize unless they're a musician or something. They don't recognize that, you know. It just goes on. So it's similar to that, where you and I know the mess ups and know the fuck ups, but people watching, you know, maybe not. I don't know. But that's how you get better. You got to be somewhat critical of yourself, not overly critical, but you know, properly critical. Well, if you're not pushing yourself forward, what are you doing? <laughs> Uh, shout out to Mr. Nice Guy. Yeah, um, Maurice, uh, the Tao, the Tao of Winnie the Pooh. That was one of his big Absolutely. books. And what was the other one? The something of Eeyore. No, it's a, something Piglet. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what it is. I read those, but I forgot the whole thing. That wasn't as interesting to me back then as like uh, the Hunter S. Thompson stuff or Electric Kool Aid Acid Tests or any of those books. Well, we read them all that one semester. We the did. Real mind melter. We did. Um, so yeah, Ethan Indigo. Okay, so and then, uh, so we get to Matthew Palomari. Uh, that one was a treat. I was actually, um, not that I didn't think it was going to be a good episode, but I really enjoyed that episode in terms of uh, Matthew had an extreme knowledge of substances and or psychoactive compounds and experimental psychoactive compounds. Uh, you know, he knew all the, you know, the players back then and now, and uh, he's been in a lot of different settings and sets and mindsets and has tried many different compounds. So, yeah, that was a really good episode. I enjoyed that. Um, he shared his experience with, you know, ayahuasca with Datura mixed in, which he said he would – uh, never do again, but it was very interesting. Um, he talked to that one story, um, about, uh, his friend dying on stage or having a near death experience on stage and then coming back and telling him it's just like five EMEO or whatever he explained. That was mm -hmm. a, kind of an interesting, um, anecdote. Yeah. A lot of correlation between that. So there's gotta be some kind of truth. And Matthew, you can check him out. Um, He's on Twitter. He's on uh, Instagram, I believe. He's also on Facebook. He's in our Facebook group um, on face 
uh, what's it called? It's called uh, Mind Escape, quote, in quotation marks, Ancient Knowledge, I believe, is the name of our group. And he's in there. And he's also got, uh, you can listen to his stuff, um, Mystic Inc., I believe, on uh, Apple Podcasts. And uh, he's written tons of books. I think um, a recent one, it was called, um, what was the name of it? Um, let me see here. Uh, about, it's like Death, um, Hug Me or something, or that was on the cover. What was the, uh, it's about death and how we shouldn't be scared of death. Oh yeah, it's called Death, a Love Story. So check mm. that out. Um and he's also they've made some of his books into plays. I mean, he's he's been around for a while and he's got a lot of knowledge and he's done a lot of stuff in the community. So check that out. Um let's see here. Okay, so yeah, Matthew Palomary, we also I think we did a Patreon Patreon episode with him. That might have been where that NDE story came from actually now that I think about it so if you're one of our two dollar tier patrons you can check out that episode uh oh one of our so this is kind of interesting our buddy we did um episode with Adam Bramlage um and we talked about microdosing he's really big into microdosing and different mushrooms and mushroom combinations lion's mane Mm -hmm. and um you know psilocybin and how they can help and how they're helping certain athletes and uh you can follow him at hummingbird medicinals on uh instagram and he is also on facebook he has a group on facebook called flow state community or flow state yeah flow state community i think yeah he's always doing podcasts and stuff like that so he's getting the word out and yeah he did a podcast with uh recently with dr james fadiman and uh um the lady that runs the plant medicine uh, podcast. I'm I'm drawing a blank on her mind. Doctor uh, Marie something, I believe. Um, so yeah, you can check out his stuff. But the funny story about him is is actually we grew up in the same community and uh, we didn't really you know know him personally or know what he got into until recently. And it's like, oh, we're from the same place, and. He's big into microdosing and the whole psychedelic scene, and they're doing the, these microdose um, online events right now, which you can still get into. I believe they're going for like a month, so you can check that out. Uh, all the information's on his pages. Um, but yeah, and that was actually Maurice's doing, putting that one together. That was my first guest. It was a friends of friends. Um, yeah. He was actually one of the original members of this band that we were big into in high school and college too, the Natives of the New Dawn. I'm actually working with their lead singer now. He's became part of my group. Awesome. Um, so, yeah, check out Adam's stuff, and uh, that was a really good episode, and we're probably going to do something with him cool coming up. Uh, so when I figure that out, it might be a secret sode. It might not be. I don't know yet, so we'll figure that out. Uh, we're getting towards the end here, but... Shout out to Randall Carlson. Um, again, Brothers of the Serpent helped set that up. Uh, um, Kyle and Ross, uh, they've been super cool and kind, and they helped you know put us in contact with Randall. Um, and if you're interested, uh, Sacred Geometry International is no longer Randall's stuff, so he is not a part of that at all. 
Uh, if you're interested, you can go to randallcarlson.com or he's on Cos- Cosmographia podcast or Cosmographia on uh, Twitter. And uh, I talked with him a little bit on the phone prior to the episode. Super cool guy, super nice, super kind with his time. We had him on the show. Uh, we did that episode. He, uh, Randall, um, I don't know. He just, he gets it, you know? He's just a fun guy to talk to. He's into, obviously, the stuff we're into. Besides all the younger Dryas, you know, impact stuff and the geology and stuff, he's all into the esoteric and symbology. And uh, we talked a little bit about psychedelics. And, uh, yeah, that was an all-around great episode. Actually, it was one of our more popular episodes, too. It, it, the, the numbers shot up quickly on that one. Oh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, shout out to him. We'll have him back on the future, but again, super kind with this time, really, really nice guy. And, uh, we look forward to having him back on again in the future. We did a really fun, um, Patreon episode with him too. Uh, it's like an hour long and he just goes through sacred geometry and, uh, gives us a real lesson there. So, mm-hmm. uh, shout out to the signal or Dan, um, he's on, uh, Twitter at the signal, um, you shout out again, shout out to UFO Twitter. They've been huge. Um, but, uh, he's a big part of UFO Twitter. He created that patch, uh, that USS Nemitz artwork patch, which is kind of cool. He's got t-shirts, he's got patches. Um, so you can check great him artist. out. Great artist. You can check him out on Twitter. He's also got a link tree thing there. Um, and uh, we did a Patreon with him, too. He's a really nice guy. And so you check out his stuff. And, um, oh, shout out to uh, Les DL. Thank you for the uh, super chat. We love you. Okay. And, uh, yeah, any contributions, whether you're a Patreon member or you're giving us super chat, loot, whatever the amazing thing that you're doing, we appreciate all of it. Um, Thank you. It does cost money to do the podcast, but I'm happy to, um, you know, I mean, recently we started to have a little bit more success with all this stuff, but I, it, not, it was never really about making money. It was about putting quality um, guests and conversations and fun things, you know, like how how I would want to talk to people, like what I'm interested in, mysteries and questions I would ask. That's all we're doing. These are things that I'm interested in. I'm not putting, you know, we're not putting on a show for other people. Um, hopefully, obviously, it's entertainment. I know a lot of you find it entertaining, but um, it's always been about us being just naturally curious on this stuff. So, um, and if you don't contribute, it doesn't matter, you know, because we love you too. Well, just being here. Is yeah, a, just even watching. If you watch our stuff and you leave us a nice message on Apple Podcast Review or a five-star rating or a thumbs up on YouTube, we love all that. Just just be you, and we're just trying to put cool stuff out there. And Every view, every like, every review, it, it, it's, it's good. It feels good, and, and I'm glad people are enjoying it, you know, because you, when you start something like this, you don't know where it's going to go or how people are going to respond. And um, We're lucky enough that we put ourselves out there. These, this is really who we are. I think, Maurice, other than us maybe joking around a little bit more off screen, you know, which maybe we'll try and implement the comedy stuff a little bit more into the secret sodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, I think we're g- pretty genuinely you and I. I mean, this is the stuff you and I would talk about as far as weird stuff, right? Like we don't really change our t- 
tones or cadences or the way we talk with each other. You know, this is just who we are. Right, yeah. We try to be who we are. We try to be uh, as honest as we can. And if people like it, that's awesome. If not, then, you know, there's there's a million other channels. Yeah, but... exactly. And, you know, we don't touch on a lot of topics that other places do. Like, this whole thing has always been about get away from the nonsense, the media, the politics. Come, have fun, learn, you know you know, get outside your mind a little bit. Let's alter some consciousness. Let's get people thinking outside the box. Let's talk about uh, epistemology, ontology, teleology. Let's talk about where we come from, where we're going, you know, what's purpose, is there purpose, you know, all that kind of stuff. So onward and upward, onward and upward. Um, And then finally, uh, our most recent one, shout out to Ben Holt. Um, Bre- uh, ben is a breathwork expert and he does these retreats, these breathwork retreats. They also do um, uh, entheogen stuff too with uh, Bufo and 5-MeO. Um, he actually just gave us the episode we did, some insider info. Hamilton's Pharmacopoeia just came out with a like an early episode. Um, and uh, the episode is about how he was tricked by... Um, uh, Savinelli into thinking that Savinelli was the first Bufo experiencer when in reality it was this other guy. I want to say, let me pull up his name because I don't want to get this wrong. Um, let's see here. But that, that episode Ken, hasn't came I, out yet? No, well, they gave, like, on I don't know, I have Hulu, and they came out with an early, um, they came out with an early, uh, like sneak peek of an, like one of the episodes came out early. Um, and the whole episode is him talking about how can we conserve and, um, conservation around the Bufo, you know, Alvarius and how, uh, these toads populations are being decimated. Oh yeah. Ken, that was the guy's name. You're right. Uh, Ken Nelson, uh, is the real Al most from that packet. So we were, look, I get my information just like everybody else's. And the only place I knew that you know, it was Hamilton's pharmacopoeia that talked about it. And, uh, the almost thing, I believed it was that Savinelli guy. And then they come out and it's this other guy from Denton, Texas named, uh, uh, Ken, Ken Nelson. And he recently passed away from Parkinson's, but he was the first guy that really, he started looking stuff up about Bufo. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, that's why I applaud Hamilton's, uh, pharmacopoeia too, because, you know, he'll, he, you know, when he gets something wrong, you know, he'll bring it out. That's what the whole episode was about was like, he was watching a screening of all the things he got wrong on all the past episodes. And he's, he's, he looks like Howard Hughes, you know, he's got like long fingernails and hair and it's like, <laughs> uh, it's, it's actually pretty funny, but yeah. Uh, Ken Nelson's the real Albert most. So, and the whole thing is about him being at the, um, Bufo conference, um, and talking about how, it's easy to synthesize, uh, so there's no reason to keep punishing these toads. So, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it is what it is. But so yeah, so uh, but Ben Holt was telling us all that ahead of time because he had interviewed Hamilton at that uh, conference. So yeah, check out Ben's uh, website, Connect and Evolve, if you're into breath work and all that kind of stuff. So. Beautiful, beautiful. And again, I did that Patreon where I almost passed out, but I I got really yeah, and you got high. I got a, a lot of yeah, I got a lot of oxygen. So and it look, it, I've done it a few times since. It works. I, I start. To, I, I definitely feel better. So mm-hmm. 
I, oh, well, I'm a mouth breather. So that's why I didn't know anything about breathing. I'm a terrible breather. So that's why I really enjoyed that episode. But you can follow uh, Ben on Instagram at um, Connect and Evolve. And again, he does retreats where they do breathwork stuff and uh, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I've been focusing a lot more on breathing through the nose and just uh, keeping it keeping it real, if you will. Yeah. Um, I think the exercise we we did on the Patreon that was called alkaline breathwork. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he was talking all about like the Wim Hof stuff and the you know the cold um, plunges and all that kind of stuff. So I'm trying to think here. So yes, yeah, so, so some honorable mentions again. We'll go through. Aaron Voot, uh, Dick Kahn, you know, these are people I talk to regularly. Um, it wouldn't be right if I didn't give a shout out to our top escapee, Sandy. She's been, you know, she's our, one of our top fans and she's been a huge contributor and spreads the word. And, um, uh, we love you, Sandy. And, uh, yeah, she's been one of the one of the top ones. Shout out to Martin again, Martin uh, from the Alchemical Mind. Uh, he's been super helpful. We love you, bro. And uh, we're going to be doing a lot with him going forward. Uh, let's see here. Um, and just our family, too. Like, my family's been super supportive. My dad, my mom, my stepdad, my stepmom. Uh, my wife has been amazingly supportive of me. And, um, you know, there's times Good. where, you know, we don't, you know, my place isn't that big. So right. my office area does kind of attach the rest of the place. So there's guy talking about a toad again. <laughs> uh, but yeah, shout out to my wife. I love you, Amanda. And you've been super supportive and, uh, I really appreciate you letting, you know, me be my creative self. Well, you got to find someone that'll let you be you. And, uh, that's very important. Absolutely. Uh, again, shout out to Sean Cahill, Chris Wolford, Dr. Gregory Little, uh, Laird Scranton, you know, anybody that we've had on more than a few times and, um, yeah, I'm just trying to shout out to Les. Yes. Shout out to Les. (laughs) Um, Thanks for joining us today, my friend. I know you've been here from the get-go. Yeah, been- Les, Mr. Nice Guy. Shout out to Home uh, Mycology. Again, we're gonna have we're gonna do something with Home coming up here. We're gonna do an episode or figure something out here in the near future. Um, yeah, it's good to see people active in the uh, the the chat there, and you mm-hmm. know, it's it's fun. It's a fun little atmosphere. Hopefully, we can. I remember two years ago, I was like, well, when we have five people watching us, that'll be cool. Now we get an average around between five and 10 and hopefully in a year from now we'll have 15 to 20 and it'll just keep growing and and growing. And, uh, we just want this information to get out there and, uh, yeah. Shout out, shout out to again, to Matt Tiller, the Zignal, snake brothers, Chris Emerson, John Hogan, Rick Strassman, Dr. Gregory Little, Laird Scranton, Tom Lane, big shout out to Lee Adams. Again, Lee's a close friend. We've talked a lot of stuff He's been super helpful and, um, yeah, we're going to big things with Lee going, going forward. So shout out to Lee. We love you, man. Um, let's see here. What else? Yeah. And shout out to you more. Like I said, Maurice, you've come a long way. I like how, you know, you're being more vocal and active and, uh, I think we big things to, uh, big things to come. And well, uh, shout out to Michael. Thanks for getting all the guests and, uh, reading all the books. <laughs> 
You're welcome. But I, I, I enjoy it. I, That's just something I would naturally do. So, I would like to do some some uh, some episodes maybe on the perception of heaven and hell, and uh, some of these other books that I've been reading. But you know, yeah, let's do it. Look, you know, you just let me know. And we'll figure out how to do what you want to do. You know, a lot of it's been like my focuses or things I'm into at the moment or whatever. But I know you're getting more and more into this. So just let me know what you want to do and we'll do it. You know? So, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, All right. Well, uh, uh, well, no, we're not done. Cause I got to give a shout out to the patrons real quick. Okay. Yeah, These are our current patrons and uh shout out to Matt from Delaware. Uh, you are a secret escapee. So you're awesome. We love you. Uh, Abraham hooker. Um, shout out. We love you. Chris Heber, we love you. Uh, Lee, we love you. Uh, Sean or Sack Molder on Discord, we love you. You are a secret escapee. Uh, Jeff Nash, um, Laser Printer Jam. That's probably the coolest name that we've that. got on. Uh, it, might, it might be my new band name. Yeah. Um, Wendy Clear. Celica uh, Arfonia. Uh, I think that's how you pronounce it. Shout out to you. We love you. Um, Joseph Bodner. Shout out to you. We love you. Ann Witkowski. We love you. Shout out to you. Martin Freddy, friend of the show. Of course, we love you, Martin. Tim Kirch. We love you. Justin. We love you. Dick Kahn. We love you. And again, Sandy. We love you. I know you're listening out there. Top escapee status. So... Beautiful. Yeah, I wanted to give one shout out to my girl Paula, and uh, she's been a nice little bright light in my life, and uh, she's a big fan of the show too. So shout out down to Ecuador. Shout out to Paula. I'd love to meet you sometime. I see you in the chats, and uh, I know you make my baby boy very happy. So. <laughs> um, no, but seriously, thank well, that you. Note. Thank you for supporting Maurice, and continue to do so, and uh, we appreciate you. Absolutely. Um, let's see here. I think that's it. Um, but again, everybody, we just we love you. This has been awesome three years so far, and uh, it's going to be interesting to see what this is going to look like three years from now. Or maybe we evolve. You know, maybe podcasting becomes something else that you know we get into that. Or you know, I've always got uh, my uh, finger on the pulse of what's going on. So who knows? Um, but, uh, big day tomorrow. We're going to shed our skin and, uh, yeah. we're going to be pushing off into, uh, into the unknown, which again, it's all how you perceive it. So you, if you, you know, approach it like a, a Winnie the Pooh, you know, we'll be, no, we'll we got to get this thing going. Love, respect, <laughs> with positive vibes, you know, even if it's still tough for a while, let's, let's just get through it and get, you know, move on and. You know, might there might be some new thing going forward. It might not be the old way, but it it might be a new way, and we'll figure that out as we go too. So, uh, pop every, that logo up. I saw you. You tickle it, man. The tickle, Indra's web. I, I saw you tickling that web. <laughs> um, yeah. Go to indrasweb.org. Sign up to get an alert when the app goes live, which will be soon. Again, if you're familiar with DMT World, it will be a similar platform, and, and um, it'll be a little different. Obviously, different topics, but the actual structure and everything um so again sign up for that you'll get an alert when the app goes live one more time 
head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash mindescapepodcast. Uh, each tier has a correlating Discord role. So if you're in Discord, if you haven't joined our channel, please do so. And if you are a patron or want to become a patron, you will be assigned a Discord role uh, for just $2 a month. That's That'll get you in the door as far as all the exclusive guest episodes and continuation of segments and stuff like that. Um, $5, you'll gain access to fan chat episodes on Discord. So if you want to chat with us and be on one of these episodes where we all talk uh, or take turns talking, uh, that'll be cool. That's $5. You become an escapee. $10. This is the one I'm really focusing on because this is going to be something new. I don't really see this on podcasts and stuff. We're going to do a lot of crazy shit for $10 under secret escapees. We're going to be doing experiments, experiments on ourselves. You know, we're going to be doing some weird shit. Uh, and I do want to do some sort of jamming thing at some point too. So absolutely. Um, I've been getting into the music more and more and I would love to, uh, maybe, uh, you know, expose some of my music for the first time. I don't see a better place to do it than the mind escape. Absolutely. And if all else fails, you know, you can just head on over to uh, mindescapepodcast.com. We have all the links on there. And uh, there's a blog on there. I'm going to be writing another blog shortly here. Um, it's just been a wild three years. And like I said, it's uh, it's fun to see how it's grown. And uh, I look forward to furthering this and see where this thing goes. Anything else? That's it. All right. Well, that's all, folks. So we love everybody. Stay safe out there. Um, have a good New Year. Have a good New Year. Again, shout out to No More Mr. Nice Guy, Home Mycology, um, and Les. And, um, yeah, everybody stay safe out there. Have a happy New Year if we don't talk to you. And uh, we'll be back soon with some amazing content. So love you. Peace. Peace. Peace.